Welcome to the Real Life Show Living with a Chronic Illness. We are your hosts, Cassie and Chelsea. I'm Cassie, a single mom living with a chronic illness who is extremely passionate about living a full and happy life. And I'm Chelsea, a mindset coach that has a passion for helping people learn to put themselves first and be the best version of themselves each and every day. We came together to create Spoonies Unite, an uplifting community that offers resources, guidance, and support so you can live your best life while giving you the space to be yourself, be heard, and feel understood. We hope that by providing education from experts, we help Spoonies and their loved ones thrive. This show is not only for those who live with a chronic illness, but their friends, family, spouses, and just anyone else existing on the earth. Our goal is to normalizing having a chronic illness by sharing the real stories with real people and show the world how relatable those everyday struggles can be. There's a little something in here for everyone. And of course, thank you to our patrons for your continued support making this possible. If you love our show and want to get some extra goodies, go to patreon.com slash the real spoonies unite. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of The Real Life Show, Living with a Chronic Illness. Today, Cassie and I are continuing to go through our energy management workbook, Mastering Energy Management, a guide for Spoonies to create the life they've dreamed of. If you would like to get a hard copy or a Kindle copy of this workbook to follow along with us, you can get it on the Amazons. It's freaking awesome, and you should get it. Yes. It's linked on, the link is in the show notes. And 10% of all the proceeds that we make, 10%, I don't know if I said that right, 10% of all the proceeds that we make go to our nonprofit Spoonies Unite, which hopefully will be set up in the near future. <laughs> We're waiting on some governmental We're just waiting for the government approval. to approve our stuff. Which right now is taking a little longer than it normally does. But anyways, that'll be up and running soon. And the goal of that nonprofit will be to help give financial assistance for wellness treatments for individuals with chronic illness. So things that aren't normally covered by insurance or not are covered by a lot by insurance, just to kind of help you get exactly what you need. To make your life better. Yeah. So today's day two of this workbook. Uh, Every day we have these daily questions. You check in with yourself. You figure out how many spoons you feel like you have for that day. There is a new question for day two that will continue for the rest of the workbook. And it is looking back at the spoons that you thought you had yesterday. So literally turn the page back to day one. Write down the number of spoons that you put in question two for day one. I think it's question two, right? It's question two, making sure I said the right information for y'all. It's question two. You write down that number of spoons and then you think of how many did you actually use? So if you think that you had 15 spoons on day one, you wrote down 15 spoons and you take that 15 and you write it in the first stop, the first little space. And then you would think, well, how many spoons did I actually use? Maybe it was 15. Maybe it was 20. Maybe it was only 10. All right, but kind of reflect on that. And then the next thing we want you to do is reflect on this. What affected your spoon use? Mm -hmm. All right, so the process of this, the purpose of this process is to get you to start thinking about not only how many spoons do you have every day, but how many you're using, what's affecting your spoon use, how many spoons do certain activities take, because a lot of this is kind of a guessing game to start with. Mm -hmm. The more you reflect on it, the deeper and more specific you're going to be able to get. 
And we are going to get like deeper into this reflection and like studying your spoon usage, like as we go through the workbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had a very interesting um, realization while we were doing this workbook, while Cassie and I were testing it out. And so uh, a lot of times I'd wake up in the morning and I'd be writing that I had like 15, maybe 20 spoons. I was kind of, again, guessing. Um, This was one of the first times I really had to specifically quantify my energy and I found it to be really challenging. Um, So I was saying like 15, 15 spoons, maybe 20. Um, At the end of the day, I was writing like 15 or 20. Like I was pretty much using the energy that I had that day, I was using it all. There really wasn't anything left in the tank. All right. And so there was one day about a week into us testing this workbook out for many different reasons. I ended up working from about seven o'clock in the morning until almost 10 o'clock at night with like a 30 minute lunch break. Yeah, it was um, not a good look. And there were, there were things that happened that day that, that needed my attention. Um, so it wasn't something that happens a lot. Uh, but, but because so many things that happened that day, so many conversations I'd had, there was a lot of thinking going on. Then the next day or that night I didn't, I slept like shit it was not good. So I woke up the next day and I was like, yeah, I feel a little tired, which makes sense. I had a really long day. I didn't sleep well, but I was like, I still probably have like maybe almost 15 spoons. Good God, did I not? Like as mm-hmm. the day was going on, I quickly realized that I had way, way, way overdone it. And that if I thought I had 15 spoons in a day, I'd used like 30 plus the day before. It was not good. I actually had to cancel on Cassie. We had had time to decide to work on something. And I was like, I can't. I have to go lie down. I feel like I'm dying. And, you know, with, with all the, the COVID stuff going on in the world, I was kind of scared that I was getting sick. And so I wanted to like not feel crappy. Yeah, that's right. And then mm-hmm. the, I mean, the nice thing is, is I knew it was something energy related because as soon as I lied down and allowed myself just to rest for a little bit, I did start to feel better. And so I ended up having for the next week to really just be very careful about what I did because I was very aware that I was in spoon debt. I was in energy debt. And so I, if I normally had 15 spoons, I maybe had eight to really be able to give because I was having to like slowly pay back that pretty intense debt that I had. And so that was kind of the biggest crazy thing that happened during this process for me. And it really, really made me realize that maybe using all the energy you have every day is not such a good idea. Mm-hmm. Then when life happens, then you're setting yourself up for failure. And so it really made me start looking at what I put onto my plate, how many spoon giving activities I'm adding in and how I can do that more. So that way, if I do have a day where shit comes up and things get crazy, then I don't go into spoon debt that ends up making me feel like crap for the next five to seven days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, see, that's, that's exactly why we're putting this in there. And, um, as I said, like 
as you progress through the workbook, we go a little bit more in depth to study the spoon stuff to help you maximize your spoons and figure out maybe how much you're actually living with. So on that pre-work, I mentioned when I gave you um, just a little example of calculating your spoons. And I was like, I feel pretty good these days. I got like 16 spoons. I'm feeling pretty good. So I went into my day one and I was like, I feel pretty good. I feel like I have 12 spoons today. Turned out I had used 20 which is like fucking ridiculous. I do not have that much energy. I don't know what I was thinking. And then like the next day I was like, well, I feel like I have around like eight spoons. And then I used 12 and then I would go back and forth. And I really found that I was using more spoons each day than I actually had. So again, like Chelsea said, I was in this constant spoon debt. And that first week, which was a very normal week for me, I like overused every single day. And then it got to around the weekend and I was shit out of spoons. I mean, I was like, I've got two spoons today. I've got four spoons, you know, even just, I was making the choice of, do I change my clothes and like wash my face or do I walk to the kitchen to actually get a snack? I was in full shutdown, no spoon mode. So, um, I really learned a lot. And if I hadn't have like looked back at me writing down and quantifying the spoons that I thought I had for the day, and then that I had actually used for the day, I don't think I would have realized how much I was constantly borrowing. So this is a really, really important exercise and important tool. And I ended up coming out of the 21 days, basically realizing that I thought I had around 16 spoons a day because I most I feel better than I have in the past. But in reality, I'm living more of like an eight to 10 spoon a day life. And when I say that I have eight to 10 spoons to give in a day, and then I actually use around that amount, um, maybe a little bit less or up to that amount, um, I'm, I'm, I have more of that energy left to do the things that I actually want to do, um, which we talked about in the beginning of the why. You know, then I have that little energy to go and play volleyball one evening. I went and played volleyball. I used all my spoons. My arms hurt like a bitch, but it was totally worth it. You know, it was like 100% worth it. And so then the next day um, I was invited out for like drinks and stuff for a happy hour. And I was like, no, I can't go. I kind of used all my spoons last night at volleyball, but it was totally worth it. And so counting out your spoons each day and reflecting back is um, a really good tool. And I think that you're going to find a lot of information about yourself and about your life. Um, and I think you'll be able to make some changes and, um, be able to maximize your energy a little bit better. So you're doing that every day. Um, you're going to be saying how many spoons you have or that you think you have, and then going back the next day and how many did you actually use? It's a really eye opening tool and we're excited to hear what that's like for you. And then, um, for day two today, our special question is what are some things that especially drain your energy? Now, this is really important because uh, we all need to know like what's taking up all of your energy. And then we go on to ask, are you able to pass these things off to anybody else or set a boundary? You know, for example, maybe you live alone and so you have to do all the dishes. No one can do the dishes for you, you know, um, but does it help if you rinse it off right away? Does it help if you let them soak overnight and then you do the dishes in the morning versus the night? You know, we can look at what's taking your energy um, and trying to make little adjustments. So I put for me that cooking really drains my energy. 
not putting myself first and doing things that my stepdad really wants me to do or spending too much time worrying about him because he's 90 and I freaking worry about him all the time. Um, that uses a lot of energy or going to work and teaching really drains my energy a lot. Uh, especially right now wearing a mask to teach, um, you know, and you're talking all day in it, it's, it's a little bit draining, but I really give a lot of energy into my sessions because I want my clients to feel like they've had a good session. And so I'm not super great at setting a boundary. I, I do put a lot of energy into, into teaching because I'm so passionate about it and I care so much. And, um, I don't think that I can pass off any of these things. And so I was kind of like, okay, so if I can't pass off these things, what can I do, um, to make it a little bit better? And I also added in there that talking on the phone takes my energy. Like I've had some of my coworkers or clients or friends like call me and I literally won't answer and I'll text them back. Um, because I'm like, I don't have the freaking energy to talk on the phone, but can we text, you know, I can freaking text all day. Um, but talking on the phone, I have found definitely takes my energy and I have to be a little bit careful of that. But yeah, I found that I can't pass off these things to anyone else. So it forced me to sort of reflect, like, how can I make these things that take my energy, take a little bit less of my energy? Um, and I've, I've been working on that. So if you, um, you can, again, like Chelsea and I've said, you can reach out, send us a message. If you're like, I don't really know how to make this take less energy, we can help work, help you work through that mm -hmm. and try to offer some solutions or alternatives of like, maybe if you try it this way or something, we don't want to just like leave you out there in the dark. Yeah. So Chelsea, what kind of takes your energy? So with this whole COVID situation uh there's been lots of virtual teaching that i've been doing which i am incredibly grateful that virtual teaching is an option but i also have found that for me i think i i do feed off of the people that i'm teaching when i'm teaching pilates or i'm teaching bar and so not having them in the same space as me and me seeing them just through a computer screen and me doing everything by myself in my office <laughs> it was draining um, that was a little bit more draining than teaching traditionally is. And for me, kind of like Cassie mentioned, just teaching, you give energy to it. I have found that I can teach up to a certain number hours of a certain number of hours each week. And if I go above and beyond that's that limit, then it like exponentially drains my energy. So like teaching can give me energy or at least not like super, super drain to a certain extent. And then there's a certain point where it's like, this is too much. And so for me, that time, that, that hours is about 25 to 30 hours, anything more than that. And I kind of start to hate teaching and everything. Um, so that's kind of a boundary I've set for myself. Cause I, I really try not to teach more than 30 for sure. Sometimes more than 25, depending on the week, just because that way it, it allows me to continue being able to show up with energy for that thing that I love. And it helps kind of give me energy instead of just completely draining it up entirely. Um, other things that really make a big difference to me is not getting enough sleep and I'm in quality sleep. Um, I am someone who I need seven or eight hours of sleep. I mean, if you can sleep on less than that props to you, but I cannot function. Um, even like six hours of sleep, I'm kind of like turning into a walking zombie at that point. So getting sleep is really important. Um, I've also noticed that if I have like a lot of like sugar, like pure sugar, like if like I love gummy bears, I love chocolate, but if I eat a lot of that, 
who I, my energy tanks and I'm sure, um, miss Danny from one of our episodes earlier, who's a blood sugar expert would give me all the reasons of why that, why that is happening. Um, but just being aware of like not eating foods that make me crash. Um, oh, and if I don't drink enough water, I also get incredibly fatigued and incredibly lethargic. So just kind of not taking Dude, care of myself. That. that is a good, like, amen, sister. Um, God, if I'm like parched and thirsty, I just am like, oh, I can't do any, I can't even, I can't even reach my water bottle. You know, I'm right? so tired. Yeah. That's why well, I, yeah, I know when I like every once in a while, I'll start feeling kind of like kind of funky. And when I start to feel just like really tired, like it's almost like I can't quite like my body doesn't have the energy to set up right. I just want to kind of curl up into a ball and just lie there when I start and maybe a little bit nauseous too. And I start feeling like that nine times out of 10, actually probably like 9.9 times out of 10. It's because I'm either tired and didn't get enough sleep or it's because I'm dehydrated because I either then allow myself to rest and I feel completely fine or I drink water and I feel completely fine. And so those are kind of things for me that if I don't do lead to a decrease in energy for myself. So we hope that this process, even though we're only in day two, is starting to get you a little bit more in touch with how one, you're feeling every single freaking day and to how you use your energy. We are so excited to continue this journey with you and we will be back tomorrow with day three. Woo woo. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please write us a review to help us reach more people like you. If you'd like to connect with Cassie and I, you can find us on Instagram at The Real Spoonies Unite. You can also join our private Facebook community, Spoonies Unite, or you can visit our website, therealspooniesunite.com, for all sorts of resources and to stay up to date with our current projects. And don't worry, you can find all these links in the show notes below. Thank you to our wonderful Spoonie patrons for all your support, and you can become one too. That's right. All you have to do is go on over to patreon.com slash Unite, and you can get all sorts of extra goodies like videos of our episodes and more. Any support is greatly appreciated. It helps enable us to create more content for all of you, as well as make this podcast sound better and better. Thanks for listening. We can't wait to be back in your ears soon.